Hey guys, 30 and Still Gaming here with yet another GXG micro episode. On today's episode, I want to talk about movie trailers and how they're doing more harm than good to the film itself and the marketing that goes on behind it. Now, I know this is, you know, each their own, but this is what my viewpoints are, right? So to make my example, I'm going to take some older movies that are not that are that are not only financially sex successful, but they're also still remembered to this day 30 to 40 years later, compared to films that are financially successful now that will be forgotten as soon as you leave the theater. Now, with the advent of the internet and social media, there are so many platforms in which marketing has influence and impact, trying to cut through the noise and push the film out. It takes professionals to do like trailer cuts and movie, movie trailer cuts, okay? But what's interesting is how, let's say in the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years, that the trailer has gone from a taste of the film's tone and the general overview of what it's all about to a full-blown synopsis of the film. Now, older films like the sci-fi classic Aliens, right? Probably one of the greatest sci-fi movies of all time. And the trailer itself is just so simplistic. There's no dialogue. There's no music. It just cuts of various pieces of the action in the film to a soundtrack of an alarm, followed by a pitch silence of a log line, right? That's it. That's all you need to know about the film. And you're told everything and nothing about it. It was perfect, right? It still is perfect to this day. It's a, it's, it's a genius by Ridley Scott, right? He had an eye for marketing back then. Now, the budget of that film was $11 million. It went on to make $106 million, And everyone's like, well, that's not a big deal. That's usually like, that's not even a budget to a film now worldwide back in 1979 which back then was huge okay and to this day it's one of the still one of the greatest films okay you still remember aliens right if you're over the age of 30 right you know about aliens you still think about it you're like oh that's a really good film right sigourney weaver the character that she has is perfect right another great film back from 1972 this is six years before i'm born Okay, and I still know about this because it's a great film. And the trailer of this film was very simplistic. It was dialogue scenes, right? It played, da, 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 da. you know, it's the Godfather, the Godfather, the music. That was a terrible rendition of the of the of the of the music. But okay, the budget of that was six million dollar budget. It went on to make. $246 million back in 1972, right? That's insane. That's insane. Another movie that I remember when I was a kid to this day, classic movie, okay? Back to the Future. Back to the Future, 1985. The budget was $19 million, which was huge back then and made $388 million. And the trailer of this was very simple, okay? It was a synopsis. It said, join Marty McFly as he as he has to save his mother and father, right? To save the future. It was very simplistic, right? It showed bits and pieces of the movie, but it didn't show the whole movie in the trailer. Star Wars, right? Star Wars in 1977, the trailer showed bits and pieces of, of, of Luke and Leia and Han and Darth Vader, and it showed parts of the movie, but it didn't give you a synopsis of the whole you know, freaking film while you watched it. Now let's take a look at more recent examples. Okay. The other day, me and my wife went to go watch uh, Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw, right? The budget of this movie was $200 million. 
it made $758 million, which, you know, is fantastic, right? While we were sitting and watching the movie, me and my wife both looked at each other. Now, we don't go to the movies very often anymore because of our son. Uh, he's getting to the age now where we can go see movies. But we, we sat there, and we know we didn't see this film, right? It just came out earlier this year, or I'm sorry, late or mid-last year, 2019. And as we were watching, we both turned to each other and said, do we see this before? Do we watch this before? I was like, no, we haven't seen this. And we're watching it, yet I knew everything that was going to happen. Everything. Trailers are longer now, right? And they show so much of the film. Basically, they get rid of the boring parts of the film. And if the, if the film is two hours long, they get rid of all the boring parts and then condense all the action scenes, bits and pieces of the action scenes in three minutes, four minute long trailers. Okay. And basically we watched the whole movie. I knew everything that was going to happen in this movie before I even watched it. And then when I was done, I was entertained. I liked it, but I'm not going to remember it. Not going to remember it. You can ask me next year. You see that movie with uh, the fast and furious with the, Dwayne The Rock Johnson to be like, oh, uh, you mean eight? No. You mean uh, seven? No. Oh, oh, the one where he, oh, uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't, it's not going to stick. It's not going to stick. And the way they do movies nowadays, they don't ever kind of advertise it anymore. They just throw it at you at the last second, show you as much of the footage of the movie as possible, and then you go see it, and then you're like disappointed because you already knew what the story was, and you already knew what was going to happen before you even saw it. Okay, Even the new Star Wars trailer shows way too much. Way too much. I don't know what it is about society, how they have to get fed, spoon-fed every single minute of every second of what the movie is supposed to be. Because to get me in the theater, I need a good teaser, teaser trailer to tell me, hey... This movie, this guy's in the movie, and this is what it's about, right? Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs has to help Shaw. His sister is in trouble, and two foes have to help each other out to save the world. That's all I need to. That's all I need to know. That's all I need to know, right? Instead, they show me every single piece of thing that's going on in the film, and it kind of ruined it for me. So let's take the the next example of. Of Doolittle, Doctor Doolittle, right? Robert Downey Jr. is coming out with this movie. Maybe, maybe some of you don't even know it's releasing next week. Okay, most people don't even know that. Right? Budget of this movie. Okay, the budget of this movie, I believe, is um, 175 million dollars. 175 million dollars for Doolittle. All right. Let me let me look up uh, what they what they gave Eddie Murphy. Let me see what they gave Eddie Murphy. Uh, Dr. Doolittle in 1998. The uh, The budget of that film, they don't even give you a budget. They don't even show you what the budget was for that film. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Dr. Doolittle, $70 million. $70, $70 million. For Dr. Doolittle. The original Dr. Doolittle, way back when, $17 million budget. So, Dr. Doolittle, 
at the box office made $294 million. So basically what it profited back in the day is what the budget is for Doolittle now. Now you have Robert Downey Jr., you have Iron Man, Tony Stark himself in this. He's a very popular artist, uh, actor, good actor, but nobody knows about the movie. The movie's not even coming out. And when you did watch the theatrical trailer, I know everything I need to know about the movie, and now I don't want to go see it. Because you're telling me the whole movie. You're showing me what's happening in the movie. So why would I go spend right, to go to the movies to watch this when I can just wait for it to come to home video? And then here's my next point. These movies come out and they're so fast out of theaters. Okay. Back in the day, hell, you can go back 20 years ago. Okay. And I know it's 20 years ago and I know it's a long time, but 20 years ago, movies would stay in the theaters for literally six to seven, eight months. I think Titanic in 1997 was top of the box office for like 40 weeks out of 50. You know, out of, out of the 52 weeks a year, right? Like, it, it, it's it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me that movies now, these artists, these, these companies, not only do they show you more information that you need to know about the theater, about the movie going into theaters, they don't give you enough time, okay? They, they start pushing it out maybe a month, month and a half, before the movie actually comes out and they like really hard push it maybe like the week of where back in the day they kind of just they let you like dwell on it right you knew about the movie like six months in advance a year in advance you're like oh my god when does that when does that come out and now they tell you days weeks before it's supposed to come and people don't even people don't even realize half the movies are out and by the time they figured that it's out it's almost coming out on netflix blu-ray disney plus now you know it's it's super fast when it hits from theater to your home and i feel that this is just killing the movie industry itself and they don't even know it right they're looking for the big numbers and i know people look at this and go well Hobbs and Shaw made $758 million. That's fantastic. Correct. But in comparison to, let's say, Back to the Future, where Back to the Future, the budget was $19 million, and it made $388 million. If I take the $20 million that it made and triple that, which is now $60 million, okay? $60 million. So they made $388 million. Okay, three hundred eighty-eight million minus the sixty million. Okay, they made a total profit, roughly, of three hundred and twenty-eight million dollars. Now you look at a budget film of Hobbs and Shaw, which made seven hundred fifty-eight million. Okay, seven hundred fifty-eight million minus the six hundred million, right? Because it's two hundred million dollar budget, and then they're at least double to triple that. For the actual, right? They made $158 million. So, which movie is more successful? Which movie is more memorable? Back to the Future made double the amount of money than Hobbs and Shaw did. 
And I know one's an action film and one's an adventure type uh, of film. But the point is, back in the day, they spent less money with less moviegoers, okay, and made better pictures, better stories, better trailers, and made more money. Now they dish out fast as possible, explosions as possible. They show everything to you in the trailers, and yet they make less money. But the number that they look at overall is, well, it's made the most money overall in the box office. And that's kind of a of a, a, a skewed number there because they don't – that number that they put into the top box office that makes a billion dollars, they don't tell you what they're spending Okay, they just tell you the movie budget. They don't tell you the promotion budget. They don't tell you anything else that goes into it. They just tell you the money. And then as a society, we look at it and go, ah, explosions. I like that trailer because of said explosions. I like the trailer because of said actor, right? You've already seen the trailer. You've already seen the whole movie in that trailer. And they just try to tell you, oh, well, this movie is more popular than this movie because it made more money. And that's just not the case. I can't remember, okay, if you look at the top of all time, let's see, top lifetime grossing films of all time, okay, you won't remember any of these films, maybe one or two, right? So you have Star Wars, The Force Awakens, okay? I don't know what this is. It says top lifetime gross coming from Box, box Office Mojo, right? Lifetime gross, Okay, Star Wars episode The Force Awakens, then you have Avengers Endgame, then you have Avatar, then you have Black Panther, then you have Avengers Infinity War, then you have Titanic, then you have Jurassic Park, then you have The Avengers, then you have The Last Jedi, and then you have The Incredibles, then you have Lion King. Most of the stuff up in the top 20, you'll forget. You'll forget. You won't even you won't even know what it is from years from now. You'll remember Star Wars, but Star Wars as a whole. Okay, you won't remember that Beauty and the Beast is up in the top 14. You won't remember that Lion King live action is number 11. You won't remember anything. Jurassic Park, you'll remember Jurassic Park. You'll remember Titanic. You might remember Avengers Endgame. Okay, you'll remember E.T., right? You'll remember E.T. You'll remember the original Lion King, not the live action one. You'll remember, um, you know, Frozen, Frozen was like, the, but Frozen Two, you won't be, you won't ever go. Oh, Frozen Two is number uh, number fourteen overall. Like you won't you won't remember that. You won't remember half of these these films because they're they're given out to the public so fast, and we we regurgitate it so fast that we just don't really care. And I think really it's hurting the movie industry as a whole. To get people in the theaters, you have to have a different experience. You have to have different outcomes of what the stories that you're telling. And the stories that are telling us right now are really lame, are really low, and they 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 take away from the story with explosions, and they take away from the movie with the trailers, and then they just try to sell you it quickly again. Three months later, they're out of theaters and into your home. So what's really the point of going to the movies if the trailer shows you everything that you need to know? It's like reading the back of the box of the DVD and then moving on. But they show you way too much. Films are an art of visual stuff. And the trailer should tell you the least amount of possible, but tell you enough to go, you know what? That looks like a really good film. I'm going to go watch that film because it is an actual good film. Not, oh, 
A lot of six of explosions. I like that. I, I really just want to see explosions happen. And then you go see the film and you really don't care about the story. And you really don't care about anything that's about it. You really don't care about the movie. You just kind of move on to the next explosion film. Right? I really feel sad coming from the film industry, the way films are marketed nowadays. They just don't give you enough time. Doolittle's coming out next week. Right? And I don't think it it might. It might make its money back. And if it does make money, it'll probably make, you know, maybe like a hundred million over its actual to, uh, of profit. These are my thoughts. What do you guys think about movie trailers nowadays and movies in general? Uh, do you think it's bad for the business? Do you think it's good for business? Do you guys like the explosions and girls? Do you like the explosions out there uh, looking at trailers or do you like substance? Do you like being told everything about the film within the trailer or do you want just a trailer as a little synopsis of what the film is to make you intrigued to go see the, the film. Let me hear your thoughts. Please share, like, and subscribe, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks for listening.